We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. We saw you last night out there, Warren Moon, at uh, the um, the uh, Houston Sports Awards event. Uh, it's good to see you. Hopefully, you still in town? I'm still in town, and I'm um, heading out of here today, but uh had to you know, go get me some Truth Barbecue before I left town. Mm, see, I ain't, I ain't had Truth yet. I, yeah, I, I've, it, been, I've been here three years. Truth. I ain't had it yet. Is it the truth? I like how you slid that in. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I got to sneak over to Voodoo Donuts and, and cheat a little bit. <laughs> All right now, all right now, Warren. We we can't we can't cheat too much now, unless you're still working out like you used to. We can't cheat too much. Them donuts are dangerous. That's what I do. I I, I pick my spots. You know, I still work out, but I uh, pick my spots when I'm going to be weak. And most of those weak times come when I come back to Houston. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. It, 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 this is a great city to to have weak moments at, man. Uh, but man. I. What, yep. what's, hey, what's your real quick before we get off that topic? What, what's your what's your top uh, restaurant if, if you're gonna go to dinner? I understand Truth's your barbecue joint and Voodoo Donuts is where you're gonna cheat in the morning. What what what's Warren Moon's number one dinner spot, man? God Almighty, you, you would ask me that question here in Houston of all places. There's so many, so many great restaurants. Um, you know, a, a new one that I tried about three months ago is Georgia James. I don't know if you've been there. Yep. Well, yep. I've not heard of that, Georgia James. Uh, really good. I mean, I, I was really impressed there. Uh, but there's so many good ones. You know, Mastro's I love to go to. Uh, I went to Vic and Anthony's last night after the after the award. So there's just so many good restaurants in this town. Damn. That, that Georgia James is a is a, 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 a it started out as that, that restaurant One Fifth where they changed the theme. Ever so often, right. and it did so well that he bumped it into a, a, a full blown a full blown year round three sixty five restaurant. Yeah, it's it's good. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I heard they're going to expand. They're going to a bigger uh, location too. Yeah, I haven't been to any of these spots, so I'm gonna I'm gonna write these down. Uh, I don't have any kids this weekend, uh, Warren. I, my kids and my wife they're they're out of town. I'm all by myself, so I'm gonna I'm gonna venture out and have me a good time. You gave me some spots to maybe look at. <laughs> Well, you can never go wrong with any of the Papa's chain either. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, Warren, uh, the big story right now with the Texans is they're looking uh, to get a, a, a new head coach. And I, I, I just you, – you, you've been around this league for a long time, and they have struggled the last three years. Hell, they're, they're hiring a, a head coach for the third time in three years. For you, in today's day and age, what kind of head coach do you think the Texans need right now to get themselves out of this mess? Well, they need one with with an identity, and that's going to uh, command respect uh, from the moment he signs on as their head coach. That that players are going to look at, and, and they're going to raise their heads up and go, "Whoa, okay, we've got a serious coach in here." And uh, the the team has to be committed to that coach too. So this is going to be a rebuild. There's no question about it, and they're going to have to give him the number of years to to let him um, rebuild this thing. So. That way they're putting a commitment into him, and, and this coach that comes in doesn't think he's going to be a one-year a one year deal like the last two head coaches that came in. They've got to give him some 
some uh, stability to work with so he gets the respect of the players that he's going to be there for a while. Warren, how do you feel about the the um, uh, you know, the the caliber job right now? I'm not talking about getting into all the past and, and what's going on. I'm talking about right now where we sit today with a clean slate in Houston, several openings around the NFL. Um, how do you feel about the appeal of of the Texans opening right now relative to the other other uh, openings in the league? Well, I think it's a, a great opening because there are some nice pieces on the team that you can build off of, but, and they also have uh, the fact that a coach that comes in, he can kind of, he can kind of make this thing the way he wants it to be. He can shape it the way he wants it to be. But again, that commitment has to come from the top. And I think that's something that's going to make a lot of coaches shy away from maybe coming here because of what's happened over the last two head coaches. They don't want to be, they don't want that same thing to happen to them. So Somehow, some way, the organization is going to have to give that whatever coach that comes in with a lot of credibility, his uh, he's got, they got to give him some some type of uh, you know feel of, of he's going to be here for a while and he's their guy. Yeah, Ward Moon, Hall of Famer, joining us right here on Sports Radio six ten, joining the drive. Warren, uh, when we talk about the head coach, the trend right now has been getting the offensive coach and kind of matching them with the quarterback, and, and, and that's how teams are going. Most of the teams uh, around the league have offensive-minded head coach. Are you a believer in that in today's uh, time frame in the NFL that it's probably best to get an offensive coach? I don't think it necessarily has to be that way, but I think for, for the Texans, if they're going to go with a young quarterback and maybe draft a quarterback this year's draft, I think that would be a good idea to go with an offensive-minded head coach because then he comes in and he brings in a guy that he really wants that he wants to work with probably for the next ten years, and he can he can start to groom him and and uh, and train him the way he wants his offense to be. So I think in the Texans situation, it'd be good to have an offensive minded coach. But I don't think it has to be that way. If you're a team that has a, a veteran quarterback, I think it's just important to have the great uh, a great uh, offensive coordinator. I think if you have that. Uh, it doesn't matter who the uh, the coach is, defensively or offensively. Warren, you you hit on it a little bit there, man. Can you for for the listeners? Can you can you go a little bit deeper into the importance of things like the offensive coordinator and the quarterback seeing the game through the same lens? The 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 day to day environment in the quarterback room, specifically around that quarterback. Just just the day to day of of what needs to go on around a quarterback in order for that that guy to, to ultimately have a chance to have success at this level. Yeah, you know, I can give you a great example of the Buffalo Bills. You know, they had Brian Dable. Uh, he was their offensive coordinator with Josh Allen his first few years in the league. And the, uh, the, the uh, improvement that Josh made over his first three years was amazing because he was with that same offensive coordinator, even though their, their head coach is a defensive-minded head coach. So, that's why I think it can work because you want to have an offensive coordinator who really understands that quarterback, understands what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are, what he had success with when he was in college, and try and incorporate some of those things into the offense so he really feels comfortable coming in and his learning curve isn't that high. So I think that's why it's important for that offensive coordinator to be really in, in, uh, in step with that young quarterback that you're going to bring in and can teach him some of the things and build off of some of the things that he uh, he did when he was in college and had success with those things. Warren, that, that seems so so simple, right? And I, and I think I think fans that haven't been in a locker room and haven't been in the league or covered the league 
I, I think there's just a thought that like, hey, every team does that. But but I, I look up and I, and I I um I mean I remember I was in Miami playing in Miami uh Warren and eight. I remember coming back from playing in Europe and the offensive coordinator and the and the uh and the O line coach were at, were at odds and didn't talk for a week going into the first game of the preseason. I mean the dysfunction that does exist in some of these organizations is crazy. But just the the thought of of like in, in Dallas with Dak Prescott, like they fall in love with Dak and what he does at Mississippi State when he's using his legs as, as such a big part of the success that he has. And then you bring him to, and now he got injured, obviously, that was a big part of it, but you bring him to the league and you expect him to, to be Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Isn't it, aren't those unrealistic expectations with some of these guys? Yeah, they really are. Again, if you're smart, and I think a lot of coaches have gotten that way probably over the last five to seven years are starting to see what these uh, young quarterbacks are doing in high school, they're doing it all the way into college, and now the NFL is getting smart enough to say, let's let's quit trying to put these uh, quarterbacks a, a square peg into a round hole. I know I have a system that I like, but if my, this quarterback doesn't fit that system, I need to do the things that he does best. So many teams used to do it that way where you had to come in and learn their system, and if you didn't work in it, you weren't going to work in the league or you weren't going to be as successful. But now they're starting to take these quarterbacks like a Jalen Hurts, for example, in, in Philadelphia. They're doing the things that he did in college, and he's having success with them because he feels much more comfortable doing that because he's had success with it on the field. So you see more and more teams starting to do that, and they're getting smart about it. And if you do that, you're going to have more success from that quarterback position, especially early in their career when you're expecting them to play a lot as, as a high-round draft pick. Hall of Famer Warren Moon joining us here on The Drive. Uh, I think the quarterback that a lot of people are impressed with coming out of college is Bryce Young. Uh, but the size has been the conversation. For you, uh, as somebody who, who's played the position and understands today's game, would, uh, would Bryce Young's size concern you? No question, but I think that's the only concern I have with Bryce Young. I think as a quarterback, he is very talented. Um, again, the, the physical pounding of an NFL schedule of, of 17 games and possibly the playoffs, that would scare me uh, for a guy his size who's only probably about 190, 195 pounds. If I was him, I would be working on trying to put another you know, 10 pounds of muscle on my body if I could and try and get up over 200 pounds. I think that would make a lot more teams uh, feel a lot more uh, secure about him being their quarterback because, again, that's the thing that I worry the most about. Can he take the physical pounding of what's going to happen in the National Football League? But as a quarterback and his skill set and his instincts and all the things that it takes to be a quarterback, leadership and, and all the intangibles, he has those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I think that's, a, that's the debate that's happening with Bryce Young around here with folks. Hey, tell us about this dinner you are you're doing with uh, with a couple of other Hall of Famers, uh, Shannon Sharp and Charles Woodson. Yeah, I've been doing a, a fundraiser at the Pro Bowl for many years, uh, way when it was back in in Hawaii, um, and then I I stopped doing it for a couple of years when it was down in Orlando. But now that it's back in Vegas, started back up doing it again last year. Uh, it's a fundraising dinner uh, that uh, that is going to uh, benefit. A, a organization called Generation B, and it's it's for uh, internships, uh, young kids that are coming out of college looking for internships to go into to different businesses to be successful. So that's what the uh, money is being raised for. But 
it's a dinner that we're putting on in Vegas at the Pro Bowl on Friday night, uh, February 3rd. And uh, we're going to have, you know, Charles, myself, and Shannon are going to host it. Uh, JT the Brick is going to be the MC, And uh, it should be a really fun night. It's, it's a beautiful venue. It's called the Alley um, 66 Floor Lounge in the Resorts World uh, International Hotel. And uh, just a beautiful view of the city. They have great food there. And uh, we just have going to have a great night of, uh, of raising money and, and doing a lot for the charity. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate you giving us time. And uh, uh, we enjoyed uh, you last night. And we uh, we thank you again for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. Love coming to Houston. It's my second home. And uh, you know, I've got four kids here and eight grandchildren. So I'm here a lot visiting. And I, I love it every time I come here. All right. Well, we appreciate you dropping by then. Take care, guys. All right. That's Hall of Famer Warren Moon uh, dropped by. Said size would be a concern for him. Size would be a concern for him. With Not a Russia. deterrent. Not, Not a deterrent. deterrent there's a, there's concern. a concern and deterrent. Two different yeah. things. No, there is. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.